What up, guys? It's Andrew Baxley on the Late Night Facts Backs podcast. Uh, right now, it is currently 7.30 p.m. in the West Coast. So, it's a perfect time to spell out some facts and say completely 100% things. You can reach out to me at latenightfacts.gmail.com and on Twitter at, at Late Night Facts. Look up my other podcasts, the AA Podcast, on Anchor, YouTube, and Spotify. And definitely check it out. And hit us up for suggestions. Okay, so tonight's facts I'm going to drop about is, I guess, my trip out west and how it is way better than Raleigh, North Carolina, where I live. So yeah, right now it is 7.30, so those listeners who, um, my majority of my listeners who are in the west coast, I mean the east coast, 9.30 right now. But, um, so yeah. Just gonna talk about my experience out west. So, uh, my family and I we went on a trip. Um, we were supposed to go on a cruise this summer to Italy, but since the coronavirus happened, I had to get, we had to cancel that. So, right now I'm out west. Um, we left last um, Monday, and we flew from Raleigh to Salt Lake City, Utah, and then we drove from Salt Lake City to Jackson, Wyoming, where we um, stayed there for three nights. Jackson, Wyoming, beautiful city. Um, I thought Wyoming, it was going to be populated at all. I thought it was a boring state, but I am wrong. There's so many things to do out there, whitewater rafting, everything. Um, and then I'll go more in depth about that. But then we went from Jackson, Wyoming to um, West Yellowstone in, Monta- um, in Montana. And then we toured um yellowstone for like four days and then we stayed at where i'm at right now in a hot tub actually um i just realized remember that vine two men sitting in a hot tub six feet apart because i'm not and then i'm not gonna say the rest but um <laughs> i've flashed back to a vine right there um but yeah right now i'm in a hot tub in a log cabin in idaho um i don't know how the southerners say idaho something like that uh, <laughs> Um, and then after that, we actually tomorrow morning, we are we'll be driving up north to Montana for Glacier National Park, staying there for two nights, then driving to Seattle for two days and then flying from Seattle to Chicago and then flying from Chicago to Raleigh, North Carolina, my hometown. So as you can see, if you hear some water splashing, it's because I'm sitting in a hot tub, um, kind of comfortable, might have to move sometimes because I don't want to pass out because um too weak <laughs> um so yeah this trip out west was i say a life changer for me um i've been living in raleigh north carolina my whole life never been out of the state that much i mean yes i've been to college tours in ohio um florida all along the east coast um pennsylvania that's how north i've been out the most out west before this trip I've been to was um, Tennessee. So I was really lacking exposure of the United States. So United States, which I'm thankful for being in this great country. Um, so yeah, this trip out west, total game changer for me. Um, the views, um, how nice people are where I am. Uh, I don't know about California. I don't know if people are nice there, but where I'm at, people are nice very diverse actually um um the plains are beautiful 
And to be honest, before this trip, I was actually kind of a little disappointed that I was going to be away from my friends for two weeks and seeing parks, um, which I could see in everyday life in rural North Carolina, like the parks, I don't know, mountains, North Carolina, I don't know. I didn't think it was necessary to go out west for two weeks away from my um, friends, but I'm wrong. Um, Yellowstone, um, actually today was our last day there. Beautiful. Um, I've never seen anything like that before. Yes, I've seen pictures in it in my um, high school, um, in classes I took on outdoors, but it's just the mountains. Uh, the Grand Teton National Park, I went there before Yellowstone. It was on the way, um, way up. Um, animals, um, wolves. I saw wolves. I saw bison. I saw, I saw two bears, actually. I'll give you some stories after that. I saw lots of animals. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And I'm going to give some of my personal stories about animals and about nature in a minute. So, yeah, that was that. That was Yellowstone. And then in Jackson, Wyoming, we actually whitewater raft there. And I'll tell my story there first because I was our first stop. So in Jackson, Wyoming, I thought it was going to be a stupid city. But I came there very touristy. We sat at this nice place. Um, the, our room had a bar, so it was pretty cool. Um, and then so we went whitewater rafting. It was 40 degree weather. Um, the water was 48 degrees and it was raining and kind of sleeting too at the same time. So it was terrible weather, but what we're rafting, it was so fun. It was way different than North Carolina too, because in North Carolina, it's rocky. You got to wear helmets and you got to be very strict. But for in Wyoming, as my tour guide said, there's no rules in Wyoming. Um, so when we whitewater rafting, we could do jumping jacks when we're um, whitewater rafting. We could stand up, we could sit on the edge. We could jump out of the water if we want to. And we didn't wear helmets because there was no rocks. So it was so fun. Whitewater rafting and our tour guide. My tour guide was great. So that was a fun, um, that was something fun we did on that trip. And I actually realized too that I'm not so strong as I think I am. Because I thought I could always handle cold water. But no, I could not. I'd, I yelped for help as soon as I touched that water. Because that's 48 degree water. And that was very cold and very painful and i felt like i was gonna pass out because it was so cold but um it felt great too and kind of uh, um so yeah after jackson we drove through the grand tetons and then through yellowstone and then i'm gonna talk about my um story with the bison i had so you know you always say there's stories about people getting attacked by bison because they're so stupid and standing like five feet away from them getting selfies with them and I was almost one of those people, but I was about 20 yards away. So I was, my family and I were hiking down this path. And then at one point, my brother was like, Andrew, stop, look. I turned to my left. And right there, there was a bison sleeping, probably a little bit under 20 yards away from me. And we were like, crap, what do we do? And I didn't want to walk all the way back. That was a four-mile trail. And I was like, no, I want to take the shortcut back toward where we parked our bikes. And my family was telling me to come back, come back. But I was like, I am a man. So I walked across the trail very slowly without running. Um, and I walked past the bison. And just to get you guys facts about bison, they're way up to like 2,000 pounds. And they can run up to 40 miles an hour. So there's no way I'm outrunning that. So I walked very closely. And then when I was about halfway, he turned his head. 
And I thought, oh no, I'm a goner. But he was sleeping. He just turned his head. So I took the biggest sigh of relief and I walked on. And then when I was walking back to my bike, my family stood behind and they went the long way because they were taking precautions, which I was. I was kind of the stupid one. Um, I saw another bison, probably 100 yards away. But since that shocked me so much because I was in like an open grass area, kind of not near where all the tourists were because you can only access it by bike. So I felt like literally I was standing in Jurassic Park, like animals, trees, grass up to your um, waist. And then I look to my left and another bison shows up about 100 yards away looking at me. And I dropped my phone. And then soon enough, I cracked it. So I have to do a big iPhone repair on that right there. But I dropped my phone because I was like, holy crap, there's a second bison. And there's nothing between me and that bison. Nothing. Just straight open um, grasslands. So I got my phone and I walked carefully to my bike. And luckily that bison didn't storm me because it was busy eating. And it didn't feel threatened. So I was like, thank the Lord. And... It was funny too. Well, not funny actually. No, this is not funny. So later that night, my mom and my sister and I, my mom, my sister and I were watching The Office. My dad came downstairs and he showed us this news article. That same exact day, a 72-year-old woman was standing like less than 10 feet away from a bison, trying to get self with it. And she got gored. She got gored and she got mauled. And as soon as my dad showed me, I was like, yeah, I'm never going to walk past a bison. Because when I walked past that bison, I thought I was so strong. I thought it was mighty. I thought I'm, um, I'm too good for this. But like, yeah, after seeing that news article, there's no way I'm walking past a bison again. And then another thing I was psyched about is I saw my first bear here. Um, in North Carolina, you don't, in Raleigh, you don't really, there's no bears in Raleigh. It's kind of a boring city, to be honest. But when... We were driving along this road. Everyone was stopped and everyone was standing on this grass area and pointing, looking. So we got out and soon, sure enough, it was a bear probably 50 yards away. And yes, the precautions are there. I'd stay at least 100 yards away. But since there were so many people, I don't think the bear was going to attack us all unless it felt really threatened. But yeah, that was the first time I ever saw my bear. I was really pumped up. I thought it was amazing. Um, I actually saw another bear today. So I saw two bears in a matter of two days. So I was pretty sick. Um, and so, yeah, those were pretty cool about this Out West trip, seeing different animals I don't see in North Carolina and getting out of my house and exploring the rest of the United States. And another thing I want to talk about, um, I'll have another podcast later posted about my rest of my trip, but this is the first half. Um, another thing I want to talk about is... Um, nature and how it relieves stress so i know some of my friends or the listeners from my grade we talked about a lot this year how nature relieves stress and i didn't surely 100 percent believe that so before i went on the ship i kind of took a personal challenge like if i get stressed on the ship walk outside and see if it helps so during this trip i was getting stressed for i don't know whatever reason i think it was not playing basketball and working out because there's no basketball court nearby. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Um, working out. There was a gym, but in um, Wyoming, but right now I'm in Idaho. There's no gym. It's just a log cabin. So I've been getting stressed out, like thinking, oh, I'm not going to 
perform well when I come back in a week and a half because I'm not working out, because I'm not shooting any baskets. But that's how I was stressing. I was sweating. I was um, moving around fast. Um, I was panicking. Um, I was, what's, what's the word? I was moving constantly. Like, I couldn't think. Um, and so after that, um, after that stress um, kind of scene I had, we drove to Yellowstone. And then walking outside, all my stress was gone. Like, I didn't think about working out. I didn't think about playing basketball. I didn't think about the things I need to do at home. I didn't think about planning other trips with my friends. Nothing. I felt nothing. And I think my stress was relieved because of nature and because of Jesus Christ. Um, because without Jesus, I would be stressed all the time. I would, um, without Jesus, I would um, never find a way to relax um, and would never find a way to be calm and to, um, get all my worries out. Um, so yeah, walking outside, I felt nothing. I was happy. I was probably the happiest I've ever been in a while. Um, and it was crazy. Um, I never felt so good. I had the time of my life that day, just walking with my family out in Yellowstone Park. Walking my family in the Grand Tetons, just seeing the view, seeing those bears, seeing those bison. So that was my story about stress. And I want to give you guys advice. Like, whenever you guys feel stressed out, go outside. Um, go out in nature. It actually works. I mean, I doubted it at first. I thought it was stupid. Um, I thought, oh, it's just a bunch of birds, a bunch of trees. How is that going to really help me? But no, when I'm going outside, when I turn off my phone... And my phone had no service anyway, so it's not like it was a distraction to begin with. So when I went outside, everything went away. So I recommend you guys that um, when you're ever stressed, go outside. Go outside, maybe take a walk, go outside and say the rosary, go outside and pray. Maybe go outside, sit on a chair in the shade and meditate. That's what I do some mornings for 10 minutes when it's like 60 degrees outside. That's what I did here, and it feels amazing waking up around 7 a.m., 54 degrees out meditating to start off my day and to pray really relieves my stress and I think another thing that I recommend you guys do if you guys are Catholic um, that helps relieve my stress is saying the rosary every day and um, meditating on the seven sorrows of the Blessed Virgin Mary and when I did those two things every day guys it worked it was like a cure for me because I'm going through some personal struggles that I don't want to get into right now. And when I did those things, when I discovered prayer, well, I knew prayer for a while, but when I discovered um, how to really say the rosary, how to meditate the seven sorrows, when I did that every morning, it got my day going and it relieved all my stress and it helped me go strong every single day and push myself to the max limit. So that's why, guys... That's what I recommend you guys do if you want to relieve your stress. Go outside. Go out in nature. Pray the rosary. Pray. If you're not a Catholic, just pray. Pray to God. Pray to Jesus. And I'm I'm 95% sure that, and I'm 95% certain that your stress will be relieved. 
so yeah those are my stories about um how nature got rid of my stress and then yeah overall i love it out here this is way better than raleigh so much yes there's not a lot of attractions like amusement parks where i am like the other than raleigh like adventure landing there's no frankie's there's no Chuck E. Cheese's. I don't know us 18-year-olds do that anymore. Um, not that many movie theaters. Um, no malls. Not only one. But I realized when I was out west, I didn't need those things. I just needed my family and nature. And it really helped me out. Because um, going into this trip, I was super stressed out 24-7 and then as of right now, I'm not stressed out anymore and I feel great. I'm relaxing the hot tub right now, drinking some pure artesian water. Um, it felt great. Um, so yeah, out west is so much better. And out west, there's rodeos. Um, there's um, machine gun, sh- um, shotgun shootings you can do inside. I, I wanted to do that, but it was too much money. The people are very nice. The food is very good. Huckleberry is a popular, I don't know if it's, I would say fruit. Out here, I think it's a fruit. Um, I wanted to try it, but the food out here is very, very good. Out West is so much better than Raleigh. The scenery is so much better. The people, I think, are so much better. It's not as diverse as Raleigh, and there's not as chaotic as Raleigh as the times we're going through right now. So it's kind of nice to get away from that and to be stress-free from all the politics, um, from everything that's going on in our world right now. Um, So, yeah, Out West, so much better. Probably... When I graduate from college, I kind of want to move out here. But at the same time, living here is expensive out west, especially California. And I don't know if I want to live out here because there's a bunch of wackos out here too. So probably just stick in the East Coast and just live there because that's where a bunch of sports teams are. But yeah, so last night for 4th of July, I went to a rodeo for the first time. And wow, that was crazy. Um, seeing people going bulls, seeing people getting kicked around by horses, seeing a bunch of eight-year-olds run after a poor calf trying to get a ribbon attack from its butt. Um, and the atmosphere was crazy. It was um very friendly environment. Like, everyone's there. We're, like, the same exact people of us and probably, like, same, I don't know, views, political views. I would say that. I'm not going to get into any more detail. Everyone had the same political views we had. So we felt it was a warm environment. It, we felt... Um, safe we felt um we were just happy that everyone had the same views and we um, said the stars star single star spangled banner we honored our country right before the rodeo so it was a great way to start it off but yeah overall that rodeo was insane um sorry if you're hearing water i'm just getting out of the hot tub because i'm sweating because it's so hot um i think it's like 104 degrees um but yeah first time ever being in rodeo is insane but pray for this one guy um he actually got knocked out from a bull um his head hit his head when his head was going up and his head was going down so he passed on the ground was laying there for about five minutes till the ambulance came so pray for him but yeah first time every single rodeo and i'm never gonna see that in raleigh probably will be in raleigh but probably be a money-making scheme won't be like something authentic um but yeah that rodeo was insane so out here out west it is way better than living out um living out in raleigh but that's all i gotta say overall hope you learn from this is um when you ever get stressed out go outside of nature go pray and if you've all my listeners in the east coast if you never left there come out west um 
go to Seattle, which I'm going to in a couple of days, go to Montana. You think, oh, Montana's stupid. No one lives there. Actually, there's a big population here in the, I think I'm doing my math coordinates thing right, southwestern corner. Um, very fun town. A lot of things to do. But yeah, come out west if you've never done it. It's a life changer. Um, but overall, thank you for listening to the Late Night Facts with Backs podcast right now. Um, it is 7.50 for, for you guys out there in the East Coast. It's 9.50, but thank you for listening tonight. You can reach me at LateNightFactsWithBacks at gmail.com and on Twitter at, at LateNightFacts. Um, overall, hope you guys learned some skills and how to relieve your stress. And I hope you guys take away, I hope at one point you guys take away from this podcast is if you never left the East Coast, go out west and it will change your life. All right, guys, Bax is out. Good night.